Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello everybody, this is Jaime Lopez and you are listening to the first episode of Museum Sub, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The topic of this episode is increasing the relevance of museums and cultural heritage sites to attract younger audiences. Today we have Susan Adel, PhD in Social Anthropology and Professor at Arcada University in Helsinki, Finland. Susan is currently working as a researcher in the Reinherit Project. Hi, Susan, and welcome to Museums App. Hello, thanks uh, for having me here. It's a pleasure talking to you this morning. How can we use intangible heritage to attract young audiences to museums and cultural heritage sites? Well, the advantage with intangible heritage is that it links in with identity issues, which makes it really useful to implement in the form of different types of activities and dialogues and community conversations where you can include young people. Um, and also because it's intimately tied to practices that we all can be involved in. Um, and that makes it easy to, to access and easy to actually design different types of initiatives um, for museums to design or cultural heritage sites to design initiatives that young people can be involved in. So it can be linked to, for example, diversity issues, um, diversity with nature or diversity of nature, which of course today is a very topical issue. Um, or be linked to different skills and traditions. Uh, so for example, digital practices and digital heritage or musical traditions or storytelling, um, which makes it possible to put it into a context which is relevant to young people. So maybe often we think that heritage issues are about buildings or about things of the past, but of course we are constantly creating heritage in society and young people are involved in creating this heritage and it's making them aware of what forms of heritage we have today um, that uh, young people can contribute to and um, preserve for the future. And then it can be linked to sustainable development goals. So for example, transferring stories or traditions from one generation to the next, uh, to activities like repairing and renovating objects that we already have or to maintaining traditional skills or to just take care of the environment through various types of practices and i think this is something that does motivate young people because they are very concerned about um, climate uh, change issues climate crisis issues so this is something concrete that they can be involved in and how they can influence their future so it basically means giving power to young people and making it possible for them to share their unique voices in the context of a museum or a cultural heritage site. Do you have any practical examples of museums actively working to enhance relevance? How have they worked with this issue? 
Well, here in Finland, we have a museum called the Finnish uh, Forest Museum, Lusto. Uh, and they have been uh, involved in something they call stakeholder work, which means that they have started with the community. So they have worked with various types of community groups linked uh, to the issue of forests. And uh, well, actually linked to the issue of what they call the forest relationship. And so they have chosen a concept which is general and something that is easy for everyone to understand. So instead of, for example, talking about forest culture, they have chosen forest relationship because we all have a relationship to the forest in Finland, including, of course, young people. Um, so instead of just working with objects related to forestry and uh, things related to the forest, um, they've worked with creating dialogues uh, around this issue that is central to us as Finns. So the relationship to the forest and then they based their vision on it and they went through a self-evaluation process. So they actually asked us, why do we exist and what type of services do we produce? And how can their organizational structure best support this? So they basically reorganize themselves to work around this forestry issue. Um, so there's very many practices that are tied to the forest. Uh, and I know that there has been an interest among young people in Finland to kind of um, become re-involved in these kind of practices because some of them have been lost. If you if you belong to, for example, an urban, um, you have an urban background, uh, so maybe your parents haven't taken you to the forest, but now in this generation of people who are between 20 and 30, they have had an interest in things like berry picking, you know, so uh, self-sustaining type of activities, berry picking, mushroom picking, and of course camping is also um, of interest to a lot of people, or for example, geocaching, you go into the forest area. Um, so, so basically, and then they've also been collecting stories from the public, so asking people about their relationship to the forest, and that's of course open to anyone, um, also, also to young people. So I think in general, we can say that what museums can do is that they can rethink the use of their space. Because what they did in this museum is that they invited in these community groups. So they facilitated dialogues. They said that we are here to make it possible for you to discuss these issues. Also conflicting viewpoints. So taking in all the actors. Um, and so that means that the museum can be a space they can use the space to curate conversations and events of interest to young people. So what are these kind of issues that are very linked to the identity of young people? Um, and so museums can act as initiators of these conversations and they can also, it's important that they create memorable experiences inside the museum space and perhaps also combine these with digital offerings because young people are looking for memorable experiences that they can share with their peers. Um, so they want these uniqueness of experiences. Um, and then of course, something that links into issues of who I am, my identity. And I think this is what museums and cultural heritage sites can offer, being facilitators of dialogues. Susan, thank you so much for your contribution. We hope this episode has given you new insights into the relevance of museums in society. Thanks for listening to Museums App, a podcast from the Ringheadish Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit redefining the future of cultural heritage. 
For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own.